Hello, everybody. It is Stefan from a Comedy Advice Podcast. That's me. That's me. And I'm here to entertain you. I'm like the opposite of Nirvana. I'm like, entertain you. That's more creed than Nirvana, I guess. So I'm not going to go down that road. But let the entertaining begin. I'm here to just give you a little inside info on what's going to happen in this episode this episode you guys are going to be entertained not just by me but by some very special guests <laughs> nick scopes and greg aka the gregalicious from the mangina dialogues i feel almost filthy saying it but i love saying it the mangina dialogues it's a podcast that is just pure unfiltered banter with greg gregalicious mm, glicious as i call him on the podcast and nick scopes and they have a variety of amazing guests if you just scroll down their roster they've got comedians like jamie kennedy they've also got some comedians that have been on this show like liz mealy carmen lynch which are hilarious hilarious people greg and nick do a great job i talk about how great greg's voice is too that's that's pretty fun and they're just good people i really enjoyed having a conversation with them and i can see why they're so successful on their podcast so i recommend giving it a listen it's going to be in the show notes along with everything about them so you can follow them give them some love give them some support support their mangina dialogues oh yes i don't know if that's a pleasure sound or a disdain sound but you know what i'm gonna go maybe both it's a, it's a nice hearty cocktail of pleasure and discomfort so well anyway guys thank you so much if this is your first time appreciate you stopping by Get comfy, buckle up, and get ready for an awesome episode. If this is your second time or more, thank you so much for coming back. I wish I had something for you. Oh, wait, I do. It's an amazing episode and continuous strain of episodes just built for your giggle box, just built custom for you. That's right, Jennifer in accounting, that's for you. <laughs> oh my God, how did he know my name? Because... I don't know. I don't want to get too stocky. That's I don't want to get creepy. But you know what? I know all of your names. I'm like, God, this is a God cast. Actually, this God came down and was like, Stefan, you need to make a podcast for the masses. And I was like, mm, I think I'll just do a comedy advice podcast. And he was like, that'll do. That'll do, pig. So where was I going with this? Uh, I don't know. Thank you, guys. That's what I was trying to say. Thank you for supporting me, and I really appreciate it. I'm seeing these numbers, these downloads coming in, and I'm loving it. All the reviews, all the subscriptions, you guys are a blessing. You guys are like little gods just being like, oh. So I really appreciate that, guys. If you want to support me further, please, if you haven't yet, subscribe, leave a review, tell a friend, share it on social, do what you do to spread the word, the blessed word of a comedy advice podcast. So that's one huge thing. If you guys want to support me financially, listen to the episode and there's an ad in there. So you're by listening right now, you're supporting. But if you want to support me and you're sick of the ads, then you can go on over to Patreon 
and the links in the show notes patreon.com slash a comedy advice podcast and you can become a patron so i am so excited for what's about to come on this patreon page right now i've got early releases ad free episodes and then i'm starting to release a little bit of bonus content so there will be bonus content for all tiers you the lowest tier is two bucks a month so what are you doing with your life if you can't give me money money please that's right give me your money please please (laughs) please no but i really appreciate all the patrons that have supported me already all of you guys that have just listened to the episodes and i have a plan to make this the best podcast in the world (laughs) that was a horrible dr evil but you get the idea not for evil purposes i'm gonna do it for good purposes maybe a little bit of evil in there you know life it's not so black and white where you can't have both so that'll make things interesting but anyway this is me rambling on so i'm gonna stop and we're gonna get in some we're gonna get into the dialogues of a mangina variety here we go a comedy advice podcast an advice podcast for deaf and, and friends to make exaggerated statements not meant to be taken literally. What was that, Seven? A uh, comedy advice podcast. <laughs> well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of A Comedy Advice Podcast. My name is Stefan, and I see that I swivel in my chair when I do my introduction, but I'm your host. Joining me today are two very special guests. I don't have just one. I furnished two <laughs> for you guys because I want to double the trouble and chuckle. double penetration Uh, everybody welcome nick scopes and the gregalicious from the mangina dialogues (laughs) speaking of double penetration (laughs) (laughs) oh man i back you're back to the gregalicious huh no i'm not i'm done oh man so i was listening to some episodes i saw that you had retired it i wanted to kind of bring it back in hopes that you could (laughs) make greg alicious again but uh he's about to retire from his job so you know well to be clear i'm not retiring the the name i'm retiring the use of the name as my primary (laughs) (laughs) advertisement for myself (laughs) i have too much merch made that has the greg alicious on it to just fully put it in the cabinet but you're committed. I almost changed my Twitter and Instagram handle today, um, but I I just the lost my time to my name. Jeez, what do you think? The Nick Scopes too. <laughs> yeah. That's I, right. I, I I like it though. It's very endearing. It 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 whets my appetite a little bit. I think it's yeah. Now it, we're talking. It's not what I quite <laughs> imagined when I saw you versus a what I imagined in my head is a Gregalicious, but I like it. <laughs> I'd love to know what you imagined in your head. It has to be much more of a douche. <laughs> Probably, right? Uh, if at all possible. Yeah. Like in a wife beater in like, I don't know, hot pink wife beater and like teal shorts and flip flops. Bohawk. Yeah, you painted that picture to like yeah. a Bob Ross detail for me. That was <laughs> pretty good. A lot of happy mistakes, some sad mistakes, but I think yeah, it was. Driving around in a purple Range Rover. Yes, BMX. <laughs> Yes, that speaks to Greg Alicia's brand. It's a very potent name. It does <laughs> spill a lot of colors. And, well, you know, it actually, it used to just be Greg Alicious, And then I figured, you know what? I really need to give this a little more oomph. So I <laughs> do it. <laughs> to, to really make it shine. Uh, 
There wasn't enough spice in just Gregalicious. You had to have uh, Nick is disgusted. He's thoroughly disgusted. Right oh, so this wasn't Nick's idea to have uh, Gregalicious. This is oh, oh no, it's been, it's been I, the- I knew so to, we could even hop right into this. Like so Greg and I met, I told as I told you earlier, I was I'm in the fitness industry. I'm a personal trainer at Equinox here in Connecticut. Right. Greg was my client. Oh. And that's how we met. We just started talking. Um, you know. He was a little boring, but I kept the conversation going. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> no, no. So we started talking about, um, you know, I do stand up. And he was like, come on. No, you don't. Whatever. He's like, I'm going to come see you. And I was like, no, you're not. And he came and saw me. And he was like, you know what, man? I got off stage. And he just goes, you know, he goes, I, I'm really upset. And I was like, why? He's like, you're better than I thought. I was thought I was going to come here and watch you bomb. And you <laughs> And I'm pissed about it. <laughs> and then this kind of like weird partnership came to be. And uh, then I saw his Instagram handle and I was like, what are you doing, man? Like, what's what's the plan here? What are you uh, like right now? He has a bandaid on his face for those who are just listening to audio. I his didn't even see is. that. Actually, the the light oh, kind of camouflage. I just put it on. I just you think put you're on. Nelly, dude? I, I was listening to country grammar a few minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to make sure Nick was riding with me. Oh, I do uh, see a, I see a grill in there too. Is that inspired yeah, by Nelly? It's a grill. It's a, grill. <laughs> yeah, it's a Weber grill in the was, backyard. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, my nice juggalo roll. chief. <laughs> oh, that's great. So that's how you guys met. And then you, Gregalicious, what I just feel like calling you Gregalicious. Should, should I call it. you Greg? Okay. The Greg Everybody else does in the world. So it's fine. Awesome. I'll never live it down. It, it's just like I have to stop referring to myself in the third person as a douchebag. Oh, man. Hey, not Michael Jordan, dude. <laughs> uh, you could shorten it to like G-lish. G-licious. Oh, God, no, please. If that ever happens, I give you permission to literally take me I'm out gonna to the start that. and I'm shoot gonna... me in the face. <laughs> oh, man. So you, anyways, you guys met through... You, Greg, you were a client of Nick's. You saw his stand up. Were utterly disappointed in how good he was, and then you guys decided <laughs> well, to. Uh, let, wait, let's just clarify for a second. I was definitely utterly disappointed. <laughs> I'm going to stop short of saying how good he was. I was disappointed that he was good. <laughs> <laughs> let's not get ahead of ourselves. Was it was an open mic. It was an open. Mic. Yeah, it was an open mic. So okay, okay, yes, I've. Oh. I've I've been to a fair many in my day. I know how how great they can be. Yeah. Oh, yes. there is. Some of them are the best. Yeah, they're, they're the best. <laughs> Glamorous events. Yes. Yeah. 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 Big time. It's so, much fun as going to the dentist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so so anyways, you guys met, and then how long was it before you guys decided to get into the mangina together? That's a good question. I think honestly, I think Greg, I started training you in like October of like 2018 or something. I don't even remember. And then, yeah, probably then. And then at that point, I've been doing stand up for like two months. <laughs> so, um, and then into I don't think it was. I think it was more in the big. It doesn't matter, but I think it was more. Yeah, no, I think. And then so we really didn't start to like. He started pushing me in like uh, probably like May. 2019 he was like we should host an open mic at a bar you're gonna host it blah 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 blah. we're gonna start this podcast and i was like no 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 like i don't 
I don't think I can do that. Like, again, I'm at this point, I'm six months into stand up, and I was like, I can't host an open mic. Like, I'm not that, I, no way. So he forced me basically to start the open mic, and then he was like, let's start this podcast. And I was like, okay. And just kind of, he just kind of stayed on me and kept pushing me to do it. And it's been pretty awesome and super fun. I'm glad I listened to him. I don't listen to him anymore, but in the beginning, <laughs> That's when he started really fucking up. He just <laughs> then it took a dive, went up it's and down. downhill a lot. Yeah, a lot of things going downhill this year. <laughs> yeah, seriously. But it Ugh. seems like you guys are thriving though. And I did want to just I take a segment called the compliment shower where I just turn the nozzle and shower you guys with compliments. But yeah. I think you guys have such a great strategy going on where it seems like you guys have unhinged comedy or unhinged entertainment you guys bringing in headliners from new york they're coming on the podcast you guys have got this i hate to sound like a corporate businessman but this very synergistic approach of (laughs) everything seems to be complementing each each thing so i know i I said you guys were thriving and, and the whole comedy and live shows that might be um you know destroyed right now but i think you guys have been able to during the covid you guys didn't you do a a episode every day in may we did yeah that was again again, greg was like okay this is my idea every day in may we're gonna release an episode so we gotta record so i work shut down for me like mid-march like march 16th and then i really from there until like the end of april i think we did like three to four podcasts a week maybe more like greg was just loading it up (laughs) oh it was way more than three a week we were doing like three a day it was it was crazy it was nuts but yeah then we did yeah released one every day he's like i got an idea that's another thing too is greg like you know he was my client all that but he has experience in like entertainment business and marketing and consumer product like he knows Mm -hmm. this stuff so he's helped me and the other guys from Unhinged like figure it out. We're you know we're a bunch of dummies, and I know he likes to hear that. <laughs> um, like, dude, let's do this. We'll do this. And Greg's like, okay, you need this, you need that. You don't have this. You didn't. And we're like, okay, yeah, you're you're right, Dad. I mean, Greg. And, <laughs> but we need him. Like, we need him, and his smarts is what's helped this podcast grow. And like his, you know, he knows all that stuff. And of course, his dope Instagram handle. Dope. Oh. Yeah, yeah. The, the the cornerstone of all good marketing. I like it. But you guys also, I just wanted to say, not just did you guys are pumping out podcasts, but you're doing it with an amazing guests. Like I know you guys have had Larry, Larry the Cable Guy, Jamie Kennedy, Anthony Scaramucci, the Mooch. Mooch. You guys have... People love that one, man. People are like, dude, you got... like all my boys that I went to like high school and college with that are in finance or into politics or they all were like, dude, I can't believe you. <laughs> they don't care about the like celebrities. They're like, dude, the mooch. It's so. <laughs> it was a good episode. I didn't know what to expect going and see, seeing the roster of comedian, comedian, comedian. And then I also did mistakenly download Jamie Kennedy's episode thinking I was listening to Anthony Scaramucci. And then I was like, when the fuck did he get into stand up? So <laughs> I missed that plot line in Malibu Most Wanted. Dude, I wish Jamie Kennedy was the White House press secretary. <laughs> At this point, like just can we just get a laugh? Like get anyone in there, man. Yeah. Just get a comics to work be rad 
<laughs> yeah. he's the best and he's uh, still he's still very receptive he's a very cool guy you could even like dm him he gets back to you he's very nice oh very you know the thing about scaramucci is certainly he his you know his career and you know obviously the 11 days he was in the white house yeah. were um you know very interesting but at the same time he's a very funny person so you know when, when we had the opportunity to bring him on i just reached out to him directly and he was all for it and you know he may not be a comedian but he certainly is funny you yes. know and, and he's an Italian Long Island lives up to the unhinged nature of what we're trying to do oh you know guests for sure yeah 100 percent. when i listened to the episode it was awesome and i was like man this guy even though he's not a comedian or so i thought he he was he was funny and yeah. you know it was educational too talking about yeah, his we didn't business. get to talk much <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. But, that's that's fine dude like that's what you know a lot of people uh you know listen to the podcast and they'll be like you, know, you need to talk more and i'm like no i i get it like it's my podcast and i gotta be, be funny entertaining but like when you have some of these guests on like especially like scaramucci or jamie kennedy or, or you know all these like just let them go like they're probably gonna say some really interesting stuff or like like scaramucci was talking about you know, we were on a Zoom call, Greg and I, and Scaramucci was on the phone, and Scaramucci started talking about like money and finance, and like Greg saw my eyes glaze over. I was trying to follow, and I'm like, oh man, but it was interesting. And like, you, you know, he's a, he's a money guy, but he has this personality. And at the end of the day, I even said to Greg, he's just he's an Italian guy from Long Island. Like, he's just like a funny Italian who happened to really do well in one area of his life. Like, but he's still you know a really funny dude. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's really cool that you guys are able to capture that essence from him and, and whoever's not a comedian where it seems like I think I heard a podcast with you, Greg, on it where you were like, you know, we're not having comedians come here and doing stand up sets or anything like that. It's like we're having a having a beer and just chatting like friends. And I think that yeah. you guys foster that environment really well where it sometimes is a challenge from my perspective. Sometimes it's a challenge from a host perspective to get your guests to talk. And it seems like you guys are able to every episode that I've listened to have just gone in fluidly and you guys have been able to get them to talk and talk really well too. Yeah. You know, I appreciate that. And you know, it is, it's definitely a skill and, um, you know, I, I had a music magazine for seven, eight years where, I interviewed everybody from, you know, baby bands up to Elton John and, you know, people have bad days. Sometimes people aren't in the mood to talk to a small outlet and, you know, you have to really think on your feet to get people to talk, right. And feel comfortable. The second they feel comfortable, they open up in a different way. You know, it's why I think Howard Stern has been so incredibly successful the last five or six years interviewing the biggest people in the world um, coming on his show that they wouldn't have gone on his show 15 years ago because he's he's changed his way of interviewing to bring people comfort level way down, you know, way up, actually. So they become super comfortable and they just open up and talk to you like friends. And I think that's what we do the best because, you know, we're not looking to get people on and put them in a pickle you know, and have yes. them say something controversial. If they want to say something controversial, by all means, go ahead, say it. But that's not our goal. Our goal is to bring someone in, talk to them in a sort of a different way than they may talk to their friends who are comedians on podcast or people that are just trying to talk to them about their newest comedy special. That's all great. We'll talk about that stuff. But at the end of the day, you can go to any 
podcast Jamie Kennedy's been on the last year and hear probably a lot of the same shit. But if you listen to ours, I don't think that it it's the same as everyone else's podcast that he's been on. Yeah, I think you totally nailed it, too, because I remember I think I had Carmen Lynch on my podcast. And so I was trying to do research and I and I was listening to different podcasts because she was just going on a flurry of podcasts to yeah. promote her new album. Yep. And I heard a lot of those. Then I heard your guys's, and I feel like it was different because you did exactly like you said, got her comfortable, started talking about things. And I learned things about her that I didn't learn on the other podcast because it was boilerplate like, oh, so your new album's coming out and let's talk about that or just the basic questions. So yeah, I, I feel like that's, it is like you said, a skill uh, very much so. Yeah. And it's, I mean, Greg has that skill set from his business and what he does. And I have that from, you know, from personal training and what I do, because you personal training, you essentially, you just get paired with somebody that I was lucky enough to get paired with Greg. You sit down with them and there could be some people are nervous. Some people are, you know, don't want to be there. Some people have really big goals they want to accomplish. And, you know, we all talk about that stuff, but at the end of the day, they have to like you as a person and you have to connect with them almost immediately and just, you know, be interested in them. Don't just be like, okay, yeah, you should train with me because I'm the best and like, blah, blah, blah. Like, what do they want? You know, what's their goals, especially in the general population demographic. It's a lot of like, you know, people have, you know, husbands, wives, kids, things to worry about. Like this is their treat to themselves. So like you gotta, you gotta, you know, be able to connect with a person or else they're not going to, you know, they're not going to listen to you. They just won't listen to you. Yeah. We we start off our show with a ridiculous theme song, kind of on purpose, (laughs) sort of just kind of the icebreaker, man. Cause like you see, especially now on zoom, we see people's faces. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) you know, it, it, it started off as a joke and it's now it's become, you know, our theme song was intended to be our theme song, but it's, it's just sort of taken this life on where we can't start a show without asking people what they think. And it doesn't really matter what they think, whether they could right. think it's great. Some people are, you know, complimentary. Oh, it's a great song, which we know it's not. <laughs> and uh, other people are like, that's fucking terrible. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Like, what's wrong with you two guys? And it immediately starts our show off on the right foot because it, it automatically brings people down to being, like, comfortable and engaged in the conversation. It's not, right. again, like, so tell me about yourself. You know, it's not speed dating. Right, yeah. right, exactly. <laughs> it's it's an interesting song, I'll say that. I think <laughs> out of all the episodes I listened to, I think Jamie Kennedy was the the one who really liked it. He was a fan. I don't know if he was sarcastic. I knew he would be, man. If you listen to his music and like he has music on Spotify and like Malibu's Most Wanted, like of course that educated. Oh my god, <laughs> heard it all. <laughs> Just a taste. I don't. I don't. I don't go anywhere without having that at my fingertips. <laughs> man, um, that's that's amazing. And then I think the final thing I'll say about the just before I turn the compliment shower off is I think you guys have great voices too. I think Nick, you've got a nice laugh. Thanks babe. Where it's, <laughs> it sounds, it sounds um, almost like you're forcing it out uncontrollably, which is yeah. great, which is great in a good way. Cause you're like, Oh, you got, I've really got a laugh. Not like a, huh. and then <laughs> Greg, I think you've got just a Gregalicious voice. It's just, <laughs> if you, if you haven't tried sleep meditation apps or, or recording your voice for something like that, I feel like it's so mellifluous. I could yeah. get into REM cycles just like that. 
It's yeah, Greg, a lot Greg of women. Puts a lot of people to sleep. Like, <laughs> definitely, lots of girls have gone to sleep. <laughs> so many, it's unbelievable. Oh, you know what's God. funny is when I hear myself through this mic, I'm like, that doesn't sound like me. And then, like many of my friends who listen to this are like, dude, what what do you do to your voice when you go on mic? Because that's. Not- <laughs> What you sound like when we talk to you anywhere else. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't do anything. I don't know if my board's got some kind of weird compression through it or I subconsciously turn into Wolfman Jack. I don't know. But you know, whatever. It works. You're more relaxed. You see me, you calm down, you're a little more sultry. You see me up through Zoom, right? That's totally what it is. Now yeah. I just now I just imagine Greg without the compressor and everything going. Oh, guys, it's Greg delicious. <laughs> now, now it's making oh, more okay. sense. <laughs> I would have to go get something to run my my mic through to do that. <laughs> or start doing a Kermit impression. Yeah, yeah, Kermit the Frog here. So, <laughs> uh, was- so I was also just going to ask. I mean, it seems like from the earlier episodes that I was listening to it. It seems like you guys have been doing Zoom or phone call throughout. So it feel it sounds like things haven't really changed for you guys because of COVID. But ha- has anything else changed? Has it been easier to get guests? Because a lot of comedians being out of a job, they now they are more open. Or how has it been for I mean, everything? It's I don't know if it's been easier to get guests. I, I think certainly a few have come on that just needed something to, you know, something to do. Right. Right. One of them comes to my Jackie Martling from the old Howard Stern show. He basically was like, I don't know who you are. I'm taking every single call that somebody wants to to do with me, which, you know, he said it as a joke, but yeah. I think it's also true. Yeah. So, you know, I, I just went out and, you know, would tap friends that have been on to, you know, if they had someone, you know, a friend of theirs that I wanted to have on, I would just go to them or mm-hmm. I just relentlessly messaged people, you know, called people, you know, I, I dealt a lot with publicists. So I went to publicists and managers and agents just to get people on, on the show, even before me and Nick decided to do 31 episodes in 31 days, I'm like, we should just start building a library because who knows when we're going to have this chance again with so much downtime to just crush it. And, you know, it, it absolutely worked in our favor. You know, once we got certain people on, then they introduced us to other people. And then those people came on and then they introduced us to people. And it was just a waterfall of of opportunity. Wow. Uh, wow. A cascade of comedy. This is Yeah, it was a comedy <laughs> cascade. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's awesome. And what do you guys think of doing in the future for the podcast? Are you still going to keep the same structure? I know you've got your camel hump of comedy that you have to be able to go for reserves to release in the future. Are you thinking of doing live shows or just keeping it as it is? You like the structure. Everything's working. I think we're going to start an avant-garde dance troupe. Oh, okay. (laughs) I like that. Uh, well, I don't know about Greg, but for me, <laughs> um, no, I like the way things are going. I like, um, I had a podcast prior to this that was all, uh, my background is exercise science and it was all fitness stuff, like, you know, sports science, fitness stuff. So you had a lot of people with, you know, a lot of letters behind their name, a lot of PhDs, a lot of, you know, so that was cool too. Uh, it was a little bit more longer winded and, you know, obviously you could have some 
fun depending on the personality of the person. Like some of them are hilarious, but um, mm-hmm. I miss a little bit of that sometimes, but I don't know if it's right to bring it into this because it's a kind of a different thing. But, you know, you see like with Rogan on, he has Joey Diaz on talking about, you know, some wild shit. And the next day he has an astrophysicist on. <laughs> it's like, yeah. you know, I think yeah. it's cool, but like, I don't know if it's our thing yet. Um, that's something I have to discuss with my life partner here. We'll figure it out. But astrophysicists. Nah, I don't know. I mean, I'm that's an extreme example. Do you know any? Because <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't even know how to spell physicist. Yeah, I, I, I'm not. I'm not smart enough to even know people that are astrophysicists. <laughs> well, I mean, we, we had on Joan Blades, who is the co-founder. Right. That was of interesting. Dot org, which is certainly not funny. Um, it was just an opportunity that kind of came to us, and I thought it was super interesting, and I wanted to do something a little outside the box, and we discussed it and decided to do it, and it was a it was a great episode. Certainly not in line with everything else we've done, but you know, for what we're, you know, doing, it's, it's, it really, it was a, it was a good conversation, a great experience to have with her. And I mean, she's, you know, the founder of a, an amazing organization that does some great things. It was, it was a great chat to have. That's awesome. I love those episodes too. Cause it's just a little bit out of the ordinary. It's not what people are expecting. It's like the audio finger in the butt during sex. Like you might seem shocked <laughs> at first, but you're like, Oh, this might be actually nice. Um, it's the best. So yeah. mm-hmm. That's, this is like the third podcast in a row. <laughs> I, I couldn't resist. I, for, I forgot what his name was, but Mike Gaffney. Yes. Mike Gaffney. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, boy. Yeah. That's, oh, boy. But um, yeah, man, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see where it goes. But like, that's a good one. Cause I, we did so many of that <laughs> during quarantine. Greg's right. Like Joan Blades. That's like, first of all, the fact that that woman came on the podcast after knowing the name of our podcast, <laughs> <laughs> that she was like, yeah, sure. I was like, this lady's cool as hell. <laughs> but, uh, also, Matt, I was, I'm going to forget her last name, Greg. Madeline Smithberg. Smithberg. Yeah. She, one of the creators of The Daily Show. So like the, the co-creator the, of the daily the, show. Yeah. The co-creator of the daily show, which is how I got my news up until I was about 25. So <laughs> that's, that's really incredible. And just, sorry, turning on the compliment shower one more time. I think it's awesome to see that as, as a podcaster myself, who's just on the grind, reaching out and reaching out and reaching out to see a podcast like you guys where, and, and I don't mean to denigrate, everything that you've done in all of your experience, Greg, because I think your connections your and, and everything you've done has been able to earn you um, the experience to get these types of people. But it's just so cool to see it. And you guys have a great thing going. So uh, you have one more Thank subscriber. You. I'll keep a link in the show notes as well for all of our listeners. But I wanted to ask, is there a good introductory episode or a, a nice episode that you think will um, turn people on to your mangina? wow uh, <laughs> i've never asked that before on the podcast that's a good question it it it, it so much depends on the person like yeah like when i like certain like my clients for example like i probably won't send them certain you know they have questions Fair. they know they're like can i listen with my kids in the car i'm like no please don't. <laughs> to the mangina dialogues <laughs> like, and i'm like eh. but you know i've you know i've had um you know, I, you know, Equinox, it's a, it's a higher end, whatever. A lot of guys are in finance or whatever. If I told them I had Anthony Scaramucci on, they'd be like, yeah, send that over. Like, I want to nice. hear what this guy has to say. 
Jamie Kennedy, probably they don't they don't care at all. So I don't know, like oh, it's yeah, it really depends. You know, like I, I can tell you the one that most people um not not most, but a lot of people bring up to me is the Danny Daniels episode. Like ask me how we got Danny Daniels on the show. And um, you know, I'm not I'm now at this point not embarrassed to say I didn't know who the hell she was up until Nick was like, We can get Danny Daniels. And I was like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> and, <laughs> I really knew who she was through the connection of, you know, one of my friends who handles some of her like online business stuff. That's the only way I was like, Oh, okay. Oh, like wow. I didn't know. But um that was yeah, I wish we could do more like ones like that because I, I think that was an interesting one. And I just again, and just really quick for all of my listeners, definitely not for me. Who is Danny Daniels? She is Jeez. an adult film star. <clears throat> oh, okay. I almost I feel ashamed. Her husband. So okay, I almost feel ashamed that I don't know that. I feel like <laughs> when I told her, uh, when I told her, I remember telling her, and I was like, yeah, I don't really. I don't watch porn anymore. Like, you know, now I'm in my thirties. Like I did in college and high school and all that. And she's like, well, you're probably getting laid then. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. I just, it just, I don't know. You get older and you're like, nah, eh, I'm all right. But um, yeah, that was a, that was a good one. Like interviewing her and her husband and seeing, cause people think of this, you know, porn is this certain thing, but she's like, she's an artist. She has multiple businesses. Her husband's was in PR and written books. She has like five different businesses or something like that. We didn't even, we really Jesus. didn't talk about the business. Like we didn't talk about porn. Like occasionally, you know, she'd drop like a one-liner or something about, you know, whatever from being in the business, but we didn't sit there and like grill her on like, what was it like having six guys at one time? And right. like, we didn't, it was not even top of mind at ours. Even like even I could never do that. Yeah, I couldn't either. We talked a bunch about the business of porn, which yeah. is incredibly interesting to me. Um, and that's where I, the compliments that we got, at least for me on the show were those things that we saw, talked about that most people have no idea and would never have an opportunity to ask somebody that is one of the world's biggest adult actresses. I think that's smart. And I think that's what people are really curious about too, because I, I know that there are podcasts out there like, what is it like being rammed by six guys? And I think everybody kind of knows already from their reaction in the film or Nick definitely knows. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I can scratch that question off. Good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that, I mean, that episode is, I, that's now that we talk about it, I think that episode would be a good one because it puts, it puts a, it's a porn star and her husband and it's them talking about their lives together. And they're both hilarious, especially he was so funny and nice. like just going back and forth and you're talking about different things, not like just obvious, you know, bullshit that any other normal person would ask like yeah, i'm not interested yeah. in that I, i'm not that way with like i've met like certain quote-unquote famous people in like the fitness industry or other people like i don't get like you know oh my god and like a certain I, I just don't they're people and like you treat them as such that's how i feel because yeah. you know you know there, there's a bunch of key episodes you know to to us and to me especially you know obviously the jamie kennedy one was great the jay moore one i really am a fan of jay's <laughs> he was hilarious and he is not ashamed to tell you how great he is. <laughs> you know, the Madeline Smithberg one is one of my favorite. I mean, it, and the Gaffney one is, is Mike is such a great dude and so funny, just naturally funny uh -huh. that 
I mean, to me, that top to bottom, you know, was was awesome. But yeah. even looking back, like we did, we had Rich Voss on, who's, you know, very well-known comedian, you know, legend kind of. And he he was like breaking our balls and clearly was just doing doing us a favor <laughs> by coming on. And I, we had a lot of fun. He knew it. <laughs> you know, he definitely knew it. And it was just a lot of fun. And it just goes down the line. I, I think that most of our episodes are, are very good, regardless of who the person is. So I, I can't really say if there's one episode I think you have to listen to. Um, you know, I, I think they're all good starting. I, I mean, with the exception of maybe the first 10, you know, which when we started, we were just mainly doing local comedians, guys, we knew friends, you know, very funny, but not funny to the outside world. Right. Right. But it's what got us our footing and started us, you know, working together as a team and understanding how to play off of each other. So it was good means to a middle where we are now. So I would say maybe leave off the first 10 and then pick anything from there. Nice. That's a good suggestion. Unless you have a hatred towards raisins like I do, and you want to listen to the first episode where I just vent about my displeasure with raisins being on the earth. Okay, now I'm curious. A raisin rant in the first episode. Yeah, it's a raisin rant. (laughs) Everybody that knows me knows my rant on raisins. Everybody. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, that's a good teaser. If you guys want to hear more about Greg Alicious's <laughs> Raisin Rant, go on to that episode. But for the rest of the episodes, go past episode 10. You'll find a treasure trove of comedy yeah. and information and good stuff. So thank you. Appreciate awesome. that. Yeah. Well, guys, thank you. I, I, I feel like I could talk to you guys for hours, but to keep it short, we'll end <laughs> this part and get into the self help portion unless you guys have anything else to say um, or. No, I'm ready. Let's do it. Awesome. Let's dive into the self-help. Just a small disclaimer that I wouldn't take anything Nick or myself says in regards to self-help. That's <laughs> I feel I, I've, I've been thinking about doing an intro as a disclaimer because people have said <laughs> ludicrous things here. And I'm just hoping to God that nobody is like, oh, that's a good idea. And then follows it. And then I get sued. So um, we have insurance, but I don't know about you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This LLC. is why I need Greg. I would never think of this shit or care. I'd be like, nah, man, it's all good. Nothing's no problem. He's like, no, no, no. Like, God, I, I feel like I need a Gregalicious. Just a, a we uh, all do. We all do. Just a business and legal guardian uh, by my side. <laughs> if you do uh, and you get liability insurance, you need to make sure you get personal professional liability insurance, which co- I, that's not exactly what it's called. I forgot exactly what it's called, but we have it. So if we do say something that someone feels is <laughs> not putting them in the best light or they're offended and they decide to sue us, we have insurance coverages for that. Okay, that is very good. So, so if someone was like, "I love raisins," and I'm deeply offended by your rant, they could they they can't like, see nowadays. You. Nowadays, that could probably happen. So. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Good to know. <laughs> the self help has already started. We didn't even know. Insurance. We're gonna get started before we get into the questions with an inspirational quote to help fuel us through those questions. So before I get into mine, I usually like to ask my guests if they have any inspirational quotes that help get them through their days. So we'll start with Nick, since you're closest to me in this Zoom room. Uh, Live, laugh, love. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. No. (laughs) (laughs) That's beautiful. 
Um, I can't think of, you know, I can't think of any quotes off the top of my head. Greg, you want to go? I got to think about this for a sec. I feel like you would. I don't know if it's an inspirational quote. It's definitely not inspirational, (laughs) but, um, I, but it is, it is serious. It's, I, if someone says to me, you know, what, give me a piece of advice. I would say before you do something, don't do it. If you think it's going to embarrass your parents. Hmm. That's well, pretty so good. As, as a parent, Greg, is <laughs> that's really good. So, you know, I, I mean, it, it comes from experience. <laughs> but, you know, I tell my kids, I'm like, listen, if you think, you know, me finding out something that you've done would embarrass me, don't do it. <laughs> that's that's why I am married for eight years, but I'm still a virgin in my parents' eyes. They <laughs> I'm trying to think of it. I mean. It's not even really a quote. It's just kind of how I, well, I think people could probably learn from this today. It's just how I feel like, unless something, I think people are very sensitive today. And I think people give too many fucks about certain things that they shouldn't care about. And they let things rattle them. And um, I would just say like, if it's not directly affecting you or your family or people you love, or they let random people, you know, say stuff to them, especially nowadays, right? Everyone just picks up their phone and they could comment on something on Instagram, whatever. And like people will take that personally. It's like, listen, they're just some random person on the internet. If you're not my best friend or my family or whatever, like if you have a problem with me, let's talk. But to let other people have that power over you, I think is just, your life's going to be a nightmare. (laughs) If every, if every time someone says something to you, you take it to heart. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be a big, problem for you that's absolutely so. true and and you know i was imagining the guy named the gregalicious was gonna make his own quote but nick that was, <laughs> that was really good very nice oh i have tons of quotes i i can <laughs> quote dates but i mean i get you know because i've had a decent level of success in in business and a bunch of things people ask me all the time like what advice would i give them and you know i think advice depends on the person who's asking it right? Like the advice can change depending on who's asking your advice and what they're asking you advice on. But if someone just asked me for a general piece of advice to give to someone, it would be, if you have a passion, don't give up on that passion. Right? So like, I love that. And and that's really it. It's that simple. You know, whatever that passion may be, if you like to paint, fucking paint, you know, don't let someone tell you you're not a good painter or you're not a good musician or you don't have what it takes to get to the next level of whatever it is because if you believe them you don't you know only you can derive your own your own destiny really Mm -hmm. you know and and success is all how you envision it that's really good way to way to show nick up i like that one better (laughs) (laughs) fuck that guy (laughs) That's really good, though. And I mean, sorry. Nick. If I had a mic, I would drop it. <laughs> oh, God. Well, those yeah, so, dude, I just had this quote. I had this quote come to my head about passion. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, those are two very beautiful quotes or or pieces of advice i love it we're gonna get into the quote that i have this is not a quote by any person per se but a robot named inspirobot and so its main purpose in life is to use ai to generate the wisest and most inspirational quotes from some of the most inspirational words in of mankind so 
We've got this quote this week. We're going to try and figure out what it means because sometimes it takes an expert to decipher what InspireBot says. But this week, InspireBot says, ectoplasm. It can't be all bad. So, <laughs> so, so um, first off, it, it, does this scream anything to you guys? I might have some thoughts here, but... Um, I'll be honest. Know. I had to look up what ectoplasm meant. Oh, okay. Like, I was like, does that have to do with cells, like body cells? And then I looked it up and it basically has to do with like spirits or figures, right? Like ghosts. That's what I would have loved Nick, the trainer, to be talking with a client and be like, you got to get your ectoplasm levels up. <laughs> He's totally doing that tomorrow. He's doing it tomorrow. He's going to take advantage of an old lady. Yeah, yeah, clear outer layer of the cytoplasm and... I don't even know. I can't pronounce that. Cells. Yeah. Supernatural oh. viscous substance. This is, what the hell? Yes. That's, that's what, okay. I'm glad you looked it up. Cause what I was assuming it was, was the, the, the matter of a ghost, like a ghost is made of ectoplasm. So. Yeah. It says, I mean, there's two, when I'm looking on Google, it says uh, the first definition is, is the more viscous clear outer layer of the cytoplasm in a cell. And I'm like, all right, that makes sense. Like, you know, cytoplasm, remember that from right. high school, college. But then they're like a supernatural, the second, you know, definition is a supernatural viscous substance that is supposed to exude from the body. I don't of, like that definition at all. Of a medium during a spiritualistic trance. What? Oh, God. It's so, so I think you, I think you can translate that um, from all of that stuff into a very simple two words bullshit <laughs> i'm just saying like the, all i just all i needed to hear was something about a medium and i'm like nope out done bullshit <laughs> sorry no i i tend to agree with you not to hate not to uh shit on all of our i don't know how many of our listeners believe in ectoplasm or ectoplasm but yeah anyway i'm thinking ectoplasm it can't be all bad um the only thing i'm thinking of is casper the ghost because i know that a lot of ghosts can be perceived as scary for those who believe in them i i think it it's it definitely sounds like something bill murray said in ghostbusters not ghostbusters one but ghostbusters two I like that. Ectoplasm. Am I right? It can't be all bad. Yeah, I, I could definitely see, I could see that. That is a good Maybe That's Rick right. Moranis, but definitely one of those two. No, it was, it was probably Bill Murray. Yeah, I think it was Bill Murray. After Egon tried to say something like smart, Bill Murray just hopped in and was like, listen. <laughs> Somebody was covered in viscous goo, and then yeah. the, the quote was said. Yeah. Right. Strange. All right, guys. Well, case cracked i feel like we got that one we're gonna move <laughs> on to our I first yeah we're we're for our first question this is from reddit and it's found by our fan anthony thank you anthony <clears throat> people who have tattoos how do i navigate getting tattoos without being crucified by my parents who are strongly against tattoos and how to make tattoos adaptable to a future workplace for context, I'm an adult living at home because of college and COVID, but I've been dreaming of getting tattoos for years. I want to get several simple, meaningful, only black tattoos, but I'm very, very, very light-skinned. I don't know how to work with my parents' opinions of them while also being independent and making my own decision for myself. Please help. And that's from trying to ink without a stink. 
So I'm going to say that that's a very long question. To, uh, <laughs> but I, I think it's a simple answer. Nick, you, you, you also, you know, chime in. I think the answer for this person is tramp stamp. Oh, there, there you go. That's it. The, yes, the hidden cove of the, the, the human flesh. Uh, of the 1990s. <laughs> if you were a girl in college in the 1990s, 99% chance you have a tramp stamp or a tribal tattoo on your upper arm that looks like a cherub, that looks like the Aerosmith logo, that really is a tribal stamp. That's true. So so is this is this also <clears throat> androgynous advice? Is this for boys and girls? I don't know if I even use that word correctly. Sure. Okay. Boys. Nick has a tramp stamp. Nick, show me a tramp stamp. Yeah. You, Nick? No. I do have tattoos though. I have four. But um that's I mean like I mean I'll show it. So I have they're hidden. You can't tell, right? Until I yeah, lift them. Yeah. But and I have one on my thigh and my inner arm too. But he just wanted to show you his arms. I, I uh, saw that. They do look very beefy. Anyway, <laughs> go. Yeah, one more time. A good angle. <laughs> um so can, no, I, can you see your thigh? Let's see your thigh. Yeah. Let's see my thigh. Dude. Yeah, let's see it. No, Come on, stand up. Don't be shy. Come, <laughs> Come on. on. Come on. We're, we're doing yeah. I, I have an erection. I have an erection. Come on, boy. Let's see it. Let's see it. There it is. Oh wow. Is. is that a cherub? That is a Viking. Oh, is that a cherub? No, it's hard to see. I didn't really. <laughs> Close. <laughs> That's great. Uh, I have I have a killer cherub story. I'm not kidding. I do. We could talk about it off here. No, as far as the tattoos thing, I think that is because you know I I was I. Me, I don't really consult my parents or my dad when doing anything. You know, I just kind of whatever. Um, they're going to have their opinions. I learned at a young age that it's just like anytime I was excited about something or wanted to do something, they'd always be like, well, why? Why you do it? Like they were never. So I was like, yeah, I'm just going to leave them out of this shit. <laughs> um, but I, I think, you know, I know people that just get tattoos to have tattoos. He did say they have meaning. Uh, mine all do have meaning. Um, you know, this one over here is for my mother who passed away when I was a kid. Oh, this man. is for, you know, has the breast cancer thing, whatever. Right. She died when I was like six. Then over here, I got this for years ago. My grandmother passed away. Um, you know, this was her mom. She practically raised me. So like, I wanted to get something meaningful. It's also for me. Um, the thigh tattoo I have with four of my other buddies, we all have different variations of it. <laughs> So we all one, have cherubs. That one was for fun. <laughs> yeah. and Quad inner, cherub. Inner arm one was just because I I um I really pushed hard to get out of college. Like I just to get into college and then to graduate. I, school was not my thing. I mean, I graduated high Shocker. school with a one point two GPA. Not even exaggerating. That's impressive. No child left behind, baby. That's not George Bush. <laughs> oh, George Bush saved me. But um, yeah. So I, I think it's tough, right? Like you don't want to disappoint your parents. Like my father who is quote unquote, he's religious or Christian, right? This one here, it's a Buddha. Right. And he's like, you know, as soon as I got this tattoo, I got a book. This is my father's not saying anything. I got a book for Christmas about religions. <laughs> and I was like, okay, man, you didn't want to tell me out loud. You just got me this book for Christmas. But at the end of the day, it has meaning to me. And I don't know. I really, it's tough. 
he doesn't like it, but at the end of the day, I'm 32 years old and you know, this is my body and this is my life. So I would tell that kid if it, if they're meaningful, if you could explain the meaning behind it, I think it makes it a little bit better. If you're just getting shit to get shit, which is fine because it's art. Tattoo is an art, right? It is to use your body as whatever. But if it doesn't have some sort of meaning, I feel like it's just a waste. Like why? Something that's going to be on you for the rest of your life. It's like people that like get married. And they're like, yeah, I guess I'll get married. I'm like, you're going to get into a legally binding contract with someone else. And you're not even sure. Like, what are you talking about? Like, gives me such bad anxiety. I can't, I can't even deal with that. Can you like, for me, can you put a giant tattoo of me on your back? Like Steve-O when I pass away, I'm very, I'm very hairy. So I can't get anything on my back. I don't have to shave it. Yeah, I know all the waxing places. I don't even know if they're open now. Now I think they're open. You can get a Brazilian. You're, you're in good shape. I think, (laughs) I think you guys should do something where if you get, uh, that hundred thousand subscribers, Nick will get Gregalicious as a tramp stamp. Oh. <laughs> Nick, no. you up for it? <laughs> right I will get. I will get. I would get like a unhinged or something like you know something funny. No, no, nope. nope. I'm not getting your name on me, bro. You have to. Come on, don't be. No. A what are you gonna do for me? <laughs> I'll put Nick scopes on my ankle. <laughs> get, he'll okay. he'll get a cherub get a cherub i think we'll get i'll get a cherub by the by the way i want to hear your cherub story oh it's it, i i when i was in my 20s i don't know a long time ago yeah like 40 I, ago. I was <laughs> i was hooking up with this girl yeah right yeah. all right already <laughs> we already know it's not a true story like and, no. oh it's very true and, <laughs> and, and you know, we were messing around, and when I rolled her over, she had cherubs on both her ass cheeks meeting at the top of her crack. <laughs> no, with an arrow pointing mm-hmm. down? No, you know, like cherubs, they like... Come I know, to- but was there an arrow? Like, the angels were like, get in here, bud. I don't think they were angels. Um, <laughs> and that was it. I was like, you got to go. I'm done. I'm out of the mood. That threw you off? Dude. <laughs> dude, when I was in my 20s, nothing could throw me off, dude. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I am scorned. Wow. Now now we all know about your, your cherub trauma. Yeah. It's... Oh, it's a cherub trauma. You're, you're good with the two-word combos. I... <laughs> That's pretty much all I got here. So uh... We need you, dude. The Mangina Dialogue is hiring. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with some some word combos, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I, I think we've reached kind of a conclusion. Do it anyway, but just make it meaningful, right? Is that what you were saying, Nick? At the end of the day, man, like you, you got to be good with you. I understand your parents are, you know, your parents are a big part of your life, and I get that. But again, it goes back to kind of what I said before. Like, don't make people, don't let people, or yeah, let people make you feel bad about things you want to do. And like, if he really wants to get it. If he really, I mean, he wants to get a tattoo so bad, he's reaching out to, here's, you know, he's putting it out there. He's like, I don't know what to do. So if he wants it that bad, I mean, yeah, why not? You know, like, why the hell not? And you only live once, you know, fuck it. <laughs> Another good so, quote. I like that. Like, no, and he talked about, he talked about work and stuff. Like, get it on the center of the chest, upper arm. Like, my clients don't even know I have them. You can't see them in my work shirt, nothing. So, like, 
until nude workout day when it, at Equinox has that first nude workout day. Right. And, just keep them. Don't get a sleeve. Don't get something on your forearm. Like obviously not your face. You. Unless you're unless you're a very good rapper, you can't get it on your face. Like you know. What I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Don't yeah. do that. Are you Mike Tyson? You're not Mike Tyson. Don't I, do that. I have I I have a little bit of advice. Let me know what you guys think about this. But I'm thinking move out before you get a tattoo because I feel like if you can afford a tattoo and you're putting your money towards that before putting money towards first month's rent at your own apartment, then maybe <laughs> your parents will be like, I don't know if he's making good decisions and we're going to have a tatted up dude or, or woman at our house forever. So maybe, yeah. maybe just, I, I, I almost hate saying that. I feel like I'm, I've become a parent here. I don't have kids. You're very No, you're responsible. I mean, I, you know, I got my first two tattoos, the thigh one, the inner arm one, I was 23. And oh, there you, you know, go. so like you're young and I got them with, you know, my, my close buddies who I still am friends with today, obviously I've been friends since we were kids, but nice. um, yeah, it's like, I don't know, like do it. Why not? I was, I remember getting them and I was a little nervous to show my dad. Like I, I got my first tattoo when I was 17 years old. Oh, you have, you have tattoos, Greg. I didn't peg you for a, I don't know why. (laughs) No, he's got, he's got the, uh, well, your ankle tat that's faded. (laughs) Oh, fuck yourself. Yes. (laughs) I have an ankle tattoo. That's the first tattoo I got when I was 17 years old. Um, when I was in, actually I was, it was the very beginning of my freshman year in college. I was young when I went to college. Um, and then I got two more tattoos within a couple of years. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but they're all small. They're not those gigantic cherubs like Nick has. <laughs> I did pass out on two of the three. Really? Old. <laughs> so the first one I got when I was 17 at like 11 o'clock in the morning, I was like, I'm going to get a tattoo today. Drove to a tattoo parlor got started getting this tattoo and within like five minutes i was i passed out <laughs> not, not, from pain. not pain. from like not I, painful i feel like it's not painful it's just annoying as shit no it wasn't either it was i no. that's not i've i had a history of passing out in my teens from random different stupid shit and this was one time i just my blood pressure went up came down passed out Damn. like tony and, soprano and then same exact thing happened <laughs> when I went to get a tattoo in college with my girlfriend and like six of my fraternity brothers. I was, I'm like, Oh, I've gotten a tattoo before I'll go first. So I get in the guy's chairs, like six of us. And within like five minutes of getting tattooed, passed out cold again. Oh no. I look up and all my friends and my girlfriend were like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know what I read though was I I almost pass out from drawing blood, and so they were saying the more muscly you are, apparently from needles you have a higher chance of passing out. So, really? Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So anyway, um, I don't have any tattoos, but I wanted to get one of my my wife and me, and I thought about our names or something. And she's like, no, cause I, I don't know how long that'll last. And I was like, you have a butterfly tattoo on your neck. And she's like, yeah, but I'll always like butterflies. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm glad, I'm glad to know where we stand. So this is good. That's a routine joke. You've used that. 
No, I actually just made that one up. I was preparing the oh, delivery of it. it. You should oh. use it. Oh, thank you. We've got our last question. This is from Reddit from our fan Suze. They say, I just got unfairly dismissed from work. I have to work for the rest of the week. What can I do to cause as much trouble as possible? I'm a cashier at a supermarket. Not show up. <laughs> That's an Pretty easy much, one. <laughs> yeah, that's like, yeah. As someone who's, you know, when I was younger and I had those jobs, like, yeah. I read I read this one and I hate, because you were talking about how you sounded, you know, this kid shouldn't get a tattoo. He can't even afford his first month's rent. Yeah. I started, when I read that, I'm going to be very honest. The first thing I thought was, that what a terrible attitude to have. Like, how are you going to get another job if you're, you know, like, <laughs> I'm turning into a fucking elderly man. Like, I don't know what's going on, but that was my first thought. I was like, just don't do that. Why would you do? Why would you want to end on a bad foot with somebody like they fired this person? Yeah, but we don't know why it could just be because of what's going on. Or maybe she or, she or he or she was a terrible employee. Well, they're yeah, claiming it was awareness. Unjust. And if, if your feeling is that you were fired unjust, then bail. Yeah. True. Yeah. Yeah. I think going in, probably going into work to causing problems, that's not going to help at all. Like anything. Most people don't get fired and then asked to stay. <laughs> yeah. That's a weird thing for me, too. It's like, you know, like, typically you're fired for like a couple of reasons. Either your company can't afford to keep you. So, you know, in, in that instance, maybe someone says, you know, I'm sorry, we can't afford to keep you any longer. Can you work the rest of the week? That's that's not an unfair firing. The other way is you suck at your job. We don't want you anymore. But put your mind staying a few more days to do a shitty job. <laughs> yeah, we're going to give you two weeks. And then uh... <laughs> like who does that? If you're prepared to fire that person, wait until you don't need him anymore and then fire them. Don't fire them and say, by the way, we would like you to stay on for four more days. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's, it sounds like the management also should be let go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, they sound like they're dumb. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'd say, probably, like Greg said, just don't show up. Just don't show yeah, up. Yeah, I think That's the winner here. On. I, I, causing, you know issues of like like i don't know like why why do that just and i don't know how old this person is i don't know anything about them like you know if they're 17 i'd be like hey don't do that please don't do that <laughs> like do you, right. you have a long you don't know who you're going to come in contact with again like don't do that just no. don't show up yeah exactly all right guys we had a real winner there so i think we're all advised out and we've reached the end of our show Thank you so much, Greg and Nick, for joining. Thanks for having us. It was a pleasure. I wanted to ask, where can people find you? What have you got going on? What have you got to plug? Nick? All right. So um, you can follow my Instagram at Nick Scopes. Um, That's pretty easy. You could follow Unhinged Entertainment. I forget what that one is. I think it's Unhinged ENT, I believe. And uh, follow the Mangina Dialogues, the podcast. And that's <laughs> Mangina is spelt a little weird. It's M-A-N-G-I-N-A. So people, people, some people like Greg spelt it wrong once on our business cards we got made. That was cool. Oh, no. <laughs> mine on yours. He did it on mine. And I was like, the, the, mani- the Magina, the Magina Dialogues? <laughs> what the hell? 
but uh yeah man john and alex follow that and follow myself we have some stand-up clips on there and if you're in the connecticut area we are slowly starting to do little outdoor shows uh as best we can nice <laughs> and uh come see those in norwalk fairfield you know all that stuff and the website is themanginadialogues.com and it's got links to all of our socials and where you can listen to the show in our YouTube channel. Everything is basically the Mangina Dialogues. And then my Instagram, depending on when this comes out, is either going to be <laughs> the Gregalicious or it's going to be my name. So you can find one of those two. That's awesome. Or hopefully he passes out by then. Well, yeah. there, yeah, there you go well that's all going to be in the show notes so no one's going to have to worry about spelling they can just click find you guys follow listen to the mangina dialogues and uh, have a good time well all right well thank you everybody for listening we'll talk at you next time <laughs>